The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Field, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Victory Monday! You're looking live at Tostitos Championship Plaza outside Ford Center at the Star in Frisco, Texas, where it's finally dry. But it's 46 degrees and windy. Hoodie weather. It's 49, the lowest 36. Oh, man. That is Shannon. He is Nate. This is Kurt. Welcome back. I am Jesse Holly. In the back is Kurt Bean. Together we make Hanging with the Boy, the sports talk equivalent of Braille. People... Feel us. Did you call him Kurt Beam? No, Chris Beam. Did I call him Chris Beam? I think you call him Kurt You call me Kurt Beam. Kurt Beam? Okay. <laughs> Same thing. I Chris, like Kurt, that. Uh, Kurt Beam. Beam me up, Kurt. Uh, Chris Beam. I haven't heard that one before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of like that. Kurt Beam. It's a good name. Each and every day we're brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. wings. Free Brandon Cooks. Cook, yes, sir. Yeah. Two weeks in a row. And he <laughs> yeah. got a long catch of 25 yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yes. Man. We all blew the uh, pod pick. Uh, Henderson Jr. had a 32-yard screen play from scrimmage. Yeah. So we blew that. And, Kurt, congratulations. You were closest on the score. Hey, you were right. off by 12 points. You had 35-24 Cowboys victory. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Take it. Calling in from the toilet on Friday. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know. How you feeling? You all right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing much better. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You hey, walk a little slower. You got to keep them <laughs> gotta keep them cheeks clenched. We was asking people to pray for you. Uh, right? Yeah. You know, you bring it up to the pastor. And I'm like, oh, come on. You man. know, ain't nothing sacred on this show. Especially if Nate gets involved. Oh. You know, we talk about everything. Nate, how you doing today? You ain't got much to say, dude. You ready to talk about Philly? Have, you called I it, Nate. I had, I had, no, 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 no. Y'all can have it. Y'all can no, no, no. Pat yourself for the back. You said it earlier in the week. I have three names. You said, I have no, this going to be a blowout, dog. This going to be a blowout, dog. I'm telling you, You're dog. Right. This going to be a blowout. <laughs> What's your name? I have three names. Yeah, Cowboys by six. Yeah, that's a blowout. That's a, It's one. If you go six, that's <laughs> yeah. a blowout. Yeah. <laughs> I have three names. Go ahead on, Jess. Man, I'm, I'm liking your excitement. No, you got three names. I, I don't want. I don't trust me. I don't oh. want to get in your way. Fletcher Cox. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Jalen Carter. <laughs> Who may not play? And Jordan Davis. I, I hope he don't. I really hope he don't. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Hey, man, y'all tell me how it happened. Tell me how it happened, Jess. You watched this it. Victory. Yeah, I watched it. Is this team? Are we going to deal with this the rest of the year? Boom or bust? <laughs> Because there hasn't been a close game other than last week. Yeah. It's either you blow them out and you you smoke them or you get smoked. <laughs> and, man, the league looks a lot different this week than it did three weeks ago, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Sure does. So who really put more into the Cowboys 49ers game? Do you think the 49ers put a little bit too much of us? Maybe the Cowboys beat them up. They, <laughs> maybe they got beat up, got tired of beating us. And did, I, did, I, did I look at the standings right? Seattle is first in their division now. I haven't checked. Let me check. At five and two, I think. Yeah, yeah. I did. you yeah. did. You yeah. saw it right. That's crazy. Yeah. And guess if who we played? Five and two. Yeah. Guess who we played? Mm-hmm. If we, if the, if the, if it ended the day, uh, San Francisco would have to go to Detroit. 
which would be a good game. Wow. Mm. That would be a good physical football game. Too bad there's only We would what, have to go to Atlanta. We would have to go to Atlanta. Yes. Oh, I'll take that, that, that all day. That all day. Atlanta's in the playoffs as of today? Yes. Well, the division they're in. Yeah. They're 4-4. Four and four and That division will have a playoff appearance with a losing record probably. <laughs> Again? They yeah. did that once yeah. in the last what, five years? Jeez. What did you guys take away from that? I mean, it's hard to evaluate games when – yeah. Your defense does that, and they've done that. What three games this year? Three games where they they've dominated on defense, and yeah. and I mean that's got to make. I mean, I don't want to. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go down that road. <laughs> Get hype, man! I mean, I'm hype. Get hype. I, I'm hype, but not not about the Rams because. We we was getting hyped about the Cognos, got drugged by the Cognos, and a week or two later we get drugged by the 49 I'm hyped about this game because it's an NFC East game, but I'm, I just know I got to be patient and wait on uh, yeah. Wednesday. To me, it looked like, though, that maybe they're <laughs> – Two days. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I got to wait to win. But weird, I'm going all. <laughs> Come on, Jack. To me, it looked like – okay. Well, Kurt's been out. Let's cut Kurt talk. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Wait Jeez, a minute. You don't care what's what I on? say. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no. no one out of three. One out of three today. One, on? out of three. <laughs> one out of three. Go ahead. I'm Jesse's sorry. Jesse's letting Kurt talk. He's sacrificing his time. Up against Nate's wishes here. I know, right? Go Thank ahead, you. Kurt. I appreciate it. Anytime. You know I got you back. We, we in this together. You know, we always in this together. <laughs> I just have one sentence to say, then you guys can go about your business. To me – <laughs> to me, that that game showed that maybe this offense is finally starting to figure it out. You know, they're getting Cooks involved, and they're getting Ferguson involved. Dak's using his legs more to his advantage. They're finally feeding CD. I mean, is is this just a bad Rams team, or is this offense really truly starting to kind of figure out what's going on? Or what I was actually going to say earlier, I'll go ahead and say it since you brought it up. Okay. <laughs> Did it? The offense look so good because. There was no pressure on them, and it was just like after the first five plays. Yeah, the start, <laughs> start wasn't so great. Did y'all? Did y'all when that game Boy. started just kind of drop your head and go, "Oh yeah. Lord, this is not going to be a good day." Thank God for phantom calls. First three <laughs> dropbacks were all sacks. All sacks. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Thanks, well, phantom. Did call, they? Baby. Did they fix it? Did how did they f- fix that? Because it did not look good at all the first series. Uh, and you heard Coach McCarthy say after the game that he said, man, I thought my game plan was blown because they wanted to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. They they literally wanted to throw the ball. And even when they got sacked, they just kept throwing the ball. And uh, they found CD. They got going. They got clicking. It seemed like everything started opening up. They kind of got – as the game went on, they, it loosened up and Tony was able to run a little bit more. Uh, but – did they? But did they fix the blocking? That was, I think I think Chua yeah, just settled. Yeah. I think you just kind of settle in sometimes. Yeah. You know, had the um, yips a little yeah, bit. You, you get excited. You know, yeah. you get excited. This is a big moment because, from what I'm hearing, mm-hmm. Tyron thought he was going to play on Sunday, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until moments before the game. Now I could be completely wrong. My sources could be completely off, but my sources are telling me that Tyron, he thought. Because, you know, he went out there early like his normal self. Like, it wasn't like I'm going – you know, he thought that coming into that game that he was going to play. They couldn't get that towel hot enough. Huh? They couldn't get that <laughs> towel hot enough <laughs> for that neck. Um, and so, I guess, you know, when you when you're, when you're you learn that you can possibly be playing on Friday or Saturday and mm-hmm. then the game time comes, you're like, oh, I, I am starting. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of gives you a little bit of a, a little bit of nervous energy. Mm-hmm. And I thought – Initially, the Rams came out 
and and wanted to do what they did. And I think once they got past that phantom call, which could have took the game a completely mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not. I'm never into the you know the refs calling no call whatever it may be, but. That's a call that can take this game a completely different way. That third and long, mm-hmm. what they call the legal touching down the field. Which oh, is, the little get off. Being right. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Slight reroute. Because yeah. now if that doesn't get called, it's a sack. They are punting the ball. Um, and it could be a, a completely different outcome. Mm-hmm. They rebounded from that. And you saw kind of after that, they settled in. They got on a score a touchdown. And that was all she wrote after that. Then yeah. it, it, was like a, it was like an eight-minute period where – it, it it just rained everything in the Cowboys' favor. The block punt, the, yeah, the it was pick like six, a the three minute period. Yeah, it, it was touchdown it, block touchdown. I mean, it was. So I think they just it just settled. It just kind of just all right. <clears> take <throat> a deep breath. But I was like you, like I was like, uh oh, one of those it's days. One of, I was like, oh, they let Aaron Donald get they let Aaron Donald get going and, and woke up and. I was like, it's going to be a long football day for us. So did they, to Kurt's point or Kurt's question, did they, you think they're figuring it out on offense or was this just a byproduct of having such a big lead, everything seemed to be working? No, the crazy thing is, is that figuring it out means get the ball to my best players. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> it's that simple. It's yeah. that simple. Yeah. It's literally that simple. We, you know, we were, we. Early in this in the in the year, the Cowboys were you know looking and trying to like hey, we're, you know, we're going to take profit, we're going to distribute the ball around, everyone's going to get a a little bit of the a little bit of the money, you know. And it was like, yeah, that's not quite getting us going. And I know the Cowboys wanted to. Mike McCarthy said it many times that you know we want to set up and let our defense be the one that kind of be the catalyst for this team. And you realize this just ain't quite working. Because what happens if they're not on? And the defense have kind of been inconsistent throughout the year. And when you go and you score more points, when you go and when you intentionally try and go and score points, it just it just get, it's like a pitcher. A pitcher, and I don't care if he's an ace, I don't care if he's a reliever, I don't care if he's a bullpen guy, give him a few runs, they tend to pitch better overall. When I got a little bit of cushion, I tend to play a little bit better. So you want your defense to play at its maximum. Give them a little cushion. Give them a 7, 10, 14-point cushion. And all of a sudden now, they're playing a little bit more free because you're not as tensed and tight a word about, man, if we give up this touchdown, it's, 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 it's on. But if you got a 10-point lead, a 14-point lead, a 13-point, if you get a 20-point lead, now, now it's all go. And for this defense, their main focus, let's just be honest, not a rush the passer. Mm-hmm. They're not interested in really stopping the run. It's a byproduct because you got to play defense. But their main focus and interest is we want to pin our ears back and go get the quarterback. That is what they're good at. That's what they're built to do. That's what they've done really well. And the result of that leads to pick sixes and turnovers on the back end. You give a team a lead, and now you kind of know that they, other team, the opposing offense has to drop back and pass. That, that is the perfect way to set this defense up. And I think Mike kind of realized that. Even going back to last week with the Chargers, you're starting to see that thing get going a little bit um, offensively. And, you know, if this is the way that they want to do business, I think it's the best way to do business. I mean, everything was going right. Cable even caught a punt. He caught one, yeah. It was <laughs> on, on the national TV and everything. That's the, okay, the head Cable. Of, the head of uh, <laughs> security <laughs> for uh, the team. Spiked the ball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they said on the broadcast, I think, that, you know, the players were cheering – because the punt was bad, and they showed the replay, cable like caught it right out of the air. Yeah. That's what everybody was cheering about. <laughs> so, so I 
question for you guys. Turpin. Bad dude. Bad little dude. There you go. Captain. There you go. Always putting the cape on for the small people. Go yeah, ahead. Of Do course. Your thing. Do your thing. Anytime a little man in the NFL <laughs> 100%. Can, can, can get after it. Uh, oh, another. I'm not. I'm going to let you finish. Okay. I'm going to Kanye you right quick. I'm going to let you finish your thought. I'm gonna let after you, I interrupt. After I interrupt. <laughs> and this is not me gloating, but I told y'all. Going to be a lot of MPs for your other little man. A lot of DMPs. Yeah, he didn't yeah, dress, yeah. did he? I told y'all. I told y'all it's going to be a lot of DM. You can't be that small and not play on special teams. They're, they're not just going to let this dude be a number three running back and just stand on the sideline in a uniform. Those jerseys on game day are far too precious for you to have a guy who stands there and not an offensive lineman who just stands there and doesn't participate on anything. Yeah. Was that his decision to run out of the end zone nine One, yards deep? Two, three. What was that? Thank you. <laughs> I'm taking it whenever I can get it. Life is hard out here. I don't get much credit when good, I leave out of this studio. Good thing studio. he got some long arms. Listen, huh? life is hard for me out here. I don't get much. People don't tell me much often. Good job, hey, Jess. I, I got to give it to you. My, I got to get out with you. My daddy's left me on the porch for a while. Listen, I'm, I'm working through the trauma. I got to get validated I, I gotta somewhere. I got to get somewhere. I got to get. If, I don't, if y'all ain't going to do it, I'll do it myself. I was just waiting to see how long <laughs> you was going to go before you. I got some I, more. Don't worry. I was but, looking for the little fella. I'm like, wait, look. Wait, little fella. I said, uh oh. And I'm saying, how long is it going to be before Jesus? Yeah, when's it going to be? I would wait two games in a row. Like I told y'all. I would wait for another one. 13 and a half minutes. <laughs> I would wait for the second game. I'm like, I told y'all. But go ahead. Tur- uh, Turpin. Was that, his, was that his decision to run the ball out? Or was, was that or was that Fossil just like, dude, we're so far up. Just, just whatever, wherever. Just go. If you catch it, just take it out. Most of the time. There's a five-yard deep rule, rule, right? Right for kickoff and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like if you're five-yard, like if you're in the middle of the end zone, that's kind of five yards. Mm-hmm. Anything if you have to step back, let it go. But then every now and again, a guy will will take it out of the end zone mm-hmm. and, and hope that he can get a big return. And and if he doesn't, then you come to the sideline and you go, all right, that was on me. That you know. Yeah. But a coach will give you one. Like he'll give you one when you feel like. There may be something, and yeah. I, I do think that Fossil and his special teams, the way you look, the way like the way that he set things up, he felt like he had an advantage. The block mm-hmm. punt, the big return that got called back because of the nation on right holding. Mm-hmm. I think Bones Fossil thought to himself, "We got something here. Like we can we can have a major return on these guys." And so, you know, and, and you don't know you're going to score a forty burger on somebody. Thirty three. What is thirty three points? Thirty four. I'm sorry, forty three points. Mm-hmm. So those opportunities are limited when you get a chance to return, you know, re- return the football um, or whatever it may be on the, on the opposite side of things at 20 points. So I think if you felt that way and y'all practiced it and y'all talked about it, that's one of those things you go, well, we're blowing these jokers out. They may not score many points, so we may not get the opportunity again. Let me go ahead and bring one out yeah. from nine he makes, yards deep. It, I love him, he, but he makes me nervous. <laughs> Like anybody you, who brings it out of the end zone, that and then he, you know the false start, and then he. There's just little things here and there where I just feel like at some point there's going to be a mistake this year. That's, I mean, but I mean it's risk reward. I think you, you, what you, you know, get with him is you, you know worth it. Shannon, I love you. I love but, you to death because you know how many fans are thinking how he's thinking today. Even though we just beat the britches, you gotta off. find something wrong, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. Right. My wife said something today. I looked at my wife between you and Shannon, baby. 
Mr. <laughs> Wheaton, you and Shadow, y'all keep the pulse on the fans. Believe that. I mean, just enjoy this win and hope that these guys is, is ready. You know what I'm saying for the for the um as the, they use in basketball the force. The force with which this new team is coming with, mm-hmm. we got to meet force with force, man. And I, that's what I'm, I'm sitting here. I, I'm, Jess, let's go. We need you today. You, <laughs> you and your sidekick, Dump Ola. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna take our first break. When we come back, we'll check on Kurt. Pray for Kurt in the break. Yeah, don't hang yeah. with the boys. He walking kind of tight. <laughs> Fall is here, and that means football is back, bringing all the delicious game day foods with it. As you prep for all the big games, tailgates, and watch parties, let Yokiero be your one-stop destination for all things home-gating. Yokiero's fresh, flavorful, ready-to-serve guacamole made with real Hass avocados will score taste bud touchdowns as you cheer on the Cowboys. Yokiero's wide range of mouth-watering and versatile products can be found in your local grocery store's produce or deli section. Grab some today. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection, and sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop ranch. And of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to the show, Victory Monday. The second segment is brought to you each and every day by blockchain.com. Thank you, blockchain.com. All right. You're out of here. No, dude. He's just ready for Wednesday. No, I, I, I thought Jalen Carter was coming in. <laughs> he cannot wait to talk about 
But you know, here, here's the funny thing: is like you know, Nate always gets on me. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? He always gets on me and Kurt because Kurt and I agree. But even you, Nate, you agree with me as well. I've oh, said boy. for a long time for this Cowboys team, if they're gonna be good, here's number two. Yeah, if they're gonna be good. To do what? I said this back in training camp. Get the ball at 88, right? Yeah. He belongs in the conversation. Come on, I was riding with you. Yeah, I know. Like, so much so, so much so, I even got a clip of Nate, of you agreeing with me, about C.D. Lamb. Yeah. Now, C.D. Lamb, make no doubt about it, he's coming and he's coming strong. What? What? (laughs) What is C.D. Lamb doing? (laughs) (laughs) Stop. What is is C.D. What did you what did you say? Can we say that again? Can we what, see that what, again? What did, can we see that clip again? What, what happened? What happened? <laughs> what did she do? Was this in the show yesterday? Come on, come on, Sean. Pre-game or post-game? Post-game. Post-game, short again. Jeez. C.D. Lamb. Take make no doubt about it. He's coming and he's coming strong. Oh my goodness. Wow. Where is Oh man. We didn't get it to the third One, segment. two, three. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Chris, for that for that Chris, wonderful you ain't right, Chris. For that like, wonderful clip. I should have knew something was coming when he told me to stand by and make sure he called my name out. Man, he did. You you that was strong. That was strong. That was strong. Shout out to CD Make me Lamb. do extra work back here. Yeah, shout out to CD that Lamb. That was sweet. Hey, hey, but uh. <laughs> hey, hey, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Let me, I want to make sure I think. Well, let me ask this question, though, fellas. We still what, got 25 what, minutes left of the show, guys. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what was the biggest. Uh, Thing in that in that game for you yesterday that that gives you hope coming mm. into this week. What was the biggest thing? I, I think the biggest thing for me, mm. Paul. <laughs> 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 the biggest thing for me coming into this game, <laughs> this game <sighs> was that Dak and CD Lamb are finding that chemistry. No, honestly, like yeah. Dak and CD are finding that chemistry. What took so long? <sighs> There was something missing there. I I don't know. I I do think I think Mike McCarthy began to overcorrect as this season came in, you know, came into it, mm-hmm. to came into play, and 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 Dak, who is such a good soldier, like he's not one of those dudes who will buck the system. I truly believe one of the reasons why Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers kind of started to butt heads a little bit as as his tenure ended in Green Bay was because Aaron was one of those guys, once once he got enough information and felt like, I know this thing a little bit better than you, I'm playing. I think Aaron was out there just doing his own thing, changing right, the right. plays, like, no, why would you make that call? And Dak is the complete opposite. Dak is more so, all right, if you call it, then... But I watched yesterday, and you saw the command that Dak had at the line of scrimmage. You saw him come up there. Re, he was talking re, a yeah, lot Yeah, man, re, re-ID the mic. Changed plays, and I think that was the conversation between he and Mike McCarthy and Brian Schottenheimer over the break was, hey, man, when I come to the line of scrimmage, let, let me have a little bit more control up here. Let, let me get us into the right play. 
Teams now so much so are playing these one look pre-snap, hold that look, and then post-snap change to something else. Let me get up there. Let me double count. You know what I mean? Let me see if they can identify what they're doing. If a blitz is coming, if it's zoned, you saw the motion being added into, into the play, the different formations. That gives Dak Prescott a different picture at the line of scrimmage. If they're going to keep that up, I think that bodes well better for this offense. And then at the end of the day, he said, you know what? I'm going to find this guy over here, number 88, who is one of the best receivers in the National Football League, and I'm going to give him the ball a lot. I'm going to find him on multiple occasions. We're going to call things that the matchup dictates that he is getting the football. And it's not a forcing thing. It's 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 simple math. One plus one is two. He's really good. They aren't really good. Let me get the football in his hands and see what he can do. To the tune of 12 catches, 158 yards, and two touchdowns, all of those have been career highs for, for, for C.D. Lamb. Catches and receptions, and he tied uh, his career high for two touchdowns on the game. And they went downfield 11 times. Five plays for 20 or more yards. That's yeah. what we've been asking for. Yeah, all they had needed to do was bring Ice Jackson on board. Ice Jackson. Whatever that was. Whoever that is. <laughs> That's what we right, call the line of scrimmage. Ice Jackson. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Here we go. Here Ice we go. Jackson. Ice Jackson. Here we go. <laughs> I guess it's an ISO play. We're going to an ISO. Something. ISO! <laughs> what were we saying, Kurt? I'm going to interrupt you. Well, no, Purple looks good on you, by the way. It's oh, a good color. Appreciate on you. That. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to hang in with you guys. Let's yeah. go. You got it, man. Along those same lines, I just think that you're seeing a little bit more vertical threat mm-hmm. than we have. I mean, not just CeeDee Lamb, but you're getting Cooks. His last two games have been his two 19, best. 19-25 you know? yesterday. That was sweet. 19-yard catch and a 25-yard yeah. catch. Another that touchdown. Nice. I mean, so you're, you're starting to see, to me, it was just so much short game. Short game. You know, they could really stack up on the line. The run game was getting nowhere. It was They needed to spread it out a little more. And whether that was McCarthy's play calling or Dak knowing where to look, I'm not sure. But it's nice to see them kind of Provide that downfield threat on the board. I agree, 100. This is this is a form of the international football that a lot of teams are trying to do. Still trying to get the ball down the field, but getting the ball into into your best players' foot and hands is is one of the things that, you know. There's a reason why he was drafted in the first round. You didn't draft him in the first round to make him an, an other, mm. right? Like, you didn't give him 88 to make him an other. No, you gave him 88, you drafted him that high because you thought very highly of him. Then then, then act accordingly. Mm. And, and you remember that draft so clearly because it didn't matter who you um, – <clears throat> who they targeted on offense. That was supposed to be a defense and defense-only first two picks. Mm-hmm. And, then, and that's all they talk about. We don't care who fall. We need a defensive end, remember? Yeah. And CD failed there, and everything just changed. Y- y'all remember that draft? Yes. I mean, it was it was like, this is – we don't care. And, and – uh, from that point on, they really started taking the best player. From that from that, from that CD draft, the couple of drafts, they have taken the best player. Except in the second yeah. round. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't no. know about the second round pick. No, no, they, I'm with you on that, yeah, but I'm they, just saying they've tried to think. But They, they treat thought, the second round pick like yeah. a fifth round pick. Let's just throw anything at the second round pick. Well, if it sticks, it sticks. You're like, God, dog, let's, let's get some better players in that second round. I'm with you. Yeah. When, when you look at their team on, like, just from a receiving standpoint, like, you're like, we're in trouble. Like, those guys can catch. They can run. Oh, the they can throw the Rams. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then it just doesn't – and then you got Aaron Donald on the other side, and it it just doesn't translate. Like, it just didn't – it didn't make sense that they weren't able to put up the points. Well, the, the tail of the, – the tail of – what is it called? Tail of the tape. Tail of the tape. When it comes – thank you, Kurt. 
when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to Matthew Stafford, there's two sides to Matthew Stafford. There's the unpressured Matthew Stafford, which makes Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup very dangerous. If you notice, a lot of their routes that they run with a lot of both of those guys, 5, 12, 15, 17, 18, 20 plus yard routes. Those routes take time to develop. It's not a quick game for them. So when you when Matthew Stafford has time and those routes are able to develop, He's one of the best. He's a top five quarterback as far as completion percentage. When you pressure Matt Stafford, his completion percentage drops all the way down to 39%. Mm. He is boo-boo juice. (laughs) I mean, gooch juice. After a a 300-pound gooch juice after a sweaty workout in July. (laughs) And the Cowboys, Dan Quinn decided that this is our our mode of we're going to do this thing. We're going, to, we're going to pressure him. We're, we're going to find ways to get after the quarterback because the disparity was so great about where he was when he didn't get pressure. And he still has the arm to make all the throws. Don't wish injury on anybody. But when he ended up hurting his thumb, th- hey, that, that happens in the game and, and, and that, that worked to our favor. But there was when you looked at the tape and the, and the film and, and the numbers for Matthew Stafford, he is two completely different players when he's able to sit in the pocket and deliver the ball down the football field, opposed to when you get a little bit of pressure on him. The Cowboy decided to pressure him. He turned into the pumpkin and not, you know, not the, the beautiful carriage. And the Cowboys capitalized on it. What about our kicker? We feel okay about our kicker now? <laughs> I never had problems with that, so. Hmm. Okay. Second, you just don't care about kickers. So. No, I just kicked the ball through the uprights <laughs> like this dude doing it. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, don't don't make this more than what it is. You know. He's been solid. Uh, He's been yeah. real solid. Yeah. He hasn't missed yet, has he? No. Uh, he ain't been ones. runny. <laughs> <laughs> Leaky. Now I think it's 18 in a row. Yeah, 18 in a row. The one thing we were worried about I know. coming out of training camp. Yeah. And then Michael looks like he's back on track. Is Demarcus? Lo- I'm all over the place today. Sorry. Is Demarcus Lawrence the most underrated yes. defensive player in the league? And on our team, like you don't even hear about him because Eleven's on that side of the ball, and Deron Bland now. Pro Football Focus has him third among edge rushers. Really? That high? So, yeah. yeah. D. Law does everything you want him to do. It's just Michael gets the sacks. Right. We always like uh, anybody that plays in the defensive front. It's always the new metric has been out now, like pressures, right? That's the new, mm-hmm. that's the new kind of you know sexy term that people use. But make no mistake about it, the defensive player of the year award goes to the guy who either gets a crap ton of interceptions or a crap ton of sacks, mm-hmm. and that's the one area where this D Law just hasn't been able to really have his numbers grow. But if you if you compared him to Micah as well, and every other category. D-Law's probably either winning or up there with the best in the National mm-hmm. Football League. It's just that 11 gets to the quarterback faster. Other guys get to the quarterback faster than what D-Law is doing. But he's done everything else you've asked him to do in the run game, I was gonna the say, pressure he's, game. He's been playing the run game like really he, good he, this he, year. He is, he, is the, he is the one consistent thing that's been on that defense. Um, yeah, if you look at uh, Pro Football Focus' rankings, he's actually fifth, but he's number one in run defense. Mm. Among edge rushers, first is Miles Garrett, second Nick Bosa, third T.J. Watt, fourth Max Crosby, fifth Demarcus Lawrence. That's some pretty good company yeah. right with, there. With those my, are all the guys who will be sixth. So. Those are all the guys who will be in the defensive player of the year mm. conversation right there. Like and you those, don't ever hear you hear nothing. They've got him ranked higher than Micah. Micah sixth. Yep. So you got the fifth, and, right there. Yep. Fifth and sixth edge rushers or edge players mm-hmm. on your team. 
That's not bad. bad, All right, let's take another break. When we come back, we'll talk more football on Hanging with the Boys. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection. And sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they make just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't-been-here-in-years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. James right here, your 2022 Dallas Cowboys fan of the year. You know how much I love my Cowboys, and I am thrilled to be talking to you about the 2023 Fan of the Year Award presented by Captain Morgan. We're looking for the ultimate Cowboys fan to spice up the game. That means you eat, sleep, and breathe the Dallas Cowboys. If that's you, or if you know someone like me, then go to DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year, and you could win tickets to Super Bowl 58 and so much more. Enter today. Welcome back to Victory Monday on Hanging with the Boys. The third segment each and every day is brought to you by Jigsaw, the proud dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. And what you got, Kurt? Big trade going down. Uh oh. Is the Eagles involved? Breaking Please news. say no. Giants are sending Leonard Williams to the Seahawks. Ooh, that's a oh, that's a good spot for him. That is a great Leonard spot. Leonard Williams, isn't that uh, Quentin's brother? No. Yeah, not that way. Yeah. No. 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 Sorry, Quentin Williams. Quentin, his brother plays with them on the Jets. That's yeah. from the Giants. Yeah. Oh. My bad. You put on a Nate. You did put on a Nate right there. (laughs) We learned a new term. I learned a new term in the break. Me too. Chris, enlighten us. Tell us what you told us in the break. That this game was a scoregami, which is a game that the the, um, score is the first time it's ever happened in the NFL, 43 to 20. Scoregami. It's called Mm. scoregami. I've never – I would have thought that there would have been a 43 to 20 score before. Never in nope. the hundred years of football. Wow, that's crazy. Hmm. And you said that's the second one of the year. Yeah, it's the second uh, second score Gami of the year. The first one was the well, seventy to twenty. Well, I, hold that, on, hold that on. Let me get this right, man. Leonard Williams played what position? Defensive defense, line. Defensive tackle. For the, tackle. 
for the Giants. Now he's going to Seattle. And who got him? Seattle. Seahawks. And, and, and we finna get. We have to play them on Thursday, November 30th. The first place Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, our, our Achilles heel this year is interior defensive line. This year? Last I'm year? About this, year before this, that? this year. No, year I'm talking about that. playing against us. I'm talking about playing against us. Mm-hmm. Not that we need one. Playing against us. What did they what did they give up a first and a second uh, for him? A third? 2024 uh, second rounder and a 2025 fifth. According, mm. This is according to Ian Rappaport. Hmm. A second, second round. Fifth. That's it, all they had to give but, up. But here's the thing. And I think I think sometimes we have to we have to kind of we have to kind of sometimes take this in consideration. Because we see these deals go down and, and we and we we hear them like, oh, how this, how that. There are certain teams. And general managers that ain't gonna trade with us. That won't trade with the Cowboys. Yeah, really? Like that's just. It, that, I, I, there are certain teams that's like you know what? We're not gonna give the Cowboys a chance to get better. To get better. Hmm. Now, for whatever reason that may be. Now, that's not every single team, but sometimes it, it takes two to tango. It hmm. take it takes two to get to get busy. And if you don't have, if you don't, and sometimes it's also agents. Right, a certain agent can look up, and you know you may have a certain players or players on your team. And you're kind of like trying to work these deals, and the team will work with you, and teams will work with you because they know that you got players on their team, and their contracts are coming up. So there's there's a lot that goes behind the scenes on things of that matter. So sometimes the Cowboys don't move their feet because they don't want to move their feet. They feel like, and maybe this win sometimes because we, you know, football is a uh, what have you done for me lately? When you win like this, you kind of feel good about your team. You go, if this team shows up every single week like that, we're good, right? We're good, and so I don't have to make a trade. If it ended like the Niners game, I'm sure if the trade deadline after the Niners game was on was on our heels, there may have been a significant trade there because you feel a little different after you get your butt whooped, mm. opposed to you feel when you whoop somebody else's butt. So. There's a lot of contributing factors into pulling off trades like that. I'm sure the Giants, if the if the if the Cowboys call with that very same deal, I don't know if the Giants, I don't know if the Giants do it. And I agree with you, Jess. And like I say, I ain't saying for us to trade, but I'm saying right about now we don't need to be facing interior muscle-bound, grotesque, I will eat you up defensive lineman because mm-hmm. we trying to get our offensive line healthy. <laughs> yeah. So we don't need to just continue to run into these brick walls is what I'm saying. Maybe we need to trade for offensive line. <laughs> When's the trade deadline? Tomorrow? Tomorrow. We Tomorrow, ain't got enough. O'clock. We three do o'clock. not have enough. That's the problem. We'd have to give up a lot. But. Yeah, we don't have enough to get that quality guy. We don't. So We don't have a lot of picks next year either. Yeah. We're giving a couple away. Mm-hmm. Mm. We got to dance, man. We got to dance. So, interesting stat we were talking about in the break. Um, Deron Bland, up until CD decided to ball out. Yeah. (laughs) He had more touchdown receptions than anybody on the Cowboys team. More than Tyler Lockett, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddell. There's one that I'm missing. One other big-name receiver. Deron Bland has more touchdowns Adams. than those guys. Mm. It was Ridley. 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 Calvin, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. It's crazy. Mm. Not just interceptions, pick sixes. Shout out to uh, to Al Harris. 
Hello, yes. Hello, Val. I, I talked to him last week about this very same thing, man. And uh, I said, Coach, man, you know, because I was asking what his career path, and he was telling me that you don't always have to be a uh, defensive coordinator, you know, because, you know, he's a defensive back coach. But he said if, if he can go through this process and skip that, he will because he think uh, by him – being who he is, and he's his biggest asset is to connect with the players. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, you not only got to teach the scheme to the players and get them to buy in, he said, but you can't be afraid as a coach to say, hey, man, you that, that that's a possible play that you can make. Now, you ain't going to tell everybody because the plays Jess can make, I may can't make. Mm-hmm. So you don't tell everybody, but hey, man, put a player. He said sometimes you have to put a player in position and make him aware that this is a play to be made because the way the money is being given out these days, co- players want to make these plays so they can distinguish who they are. And that's why we kind of had a disgruntled CD there kind of earlier. So – and then for this kid to be doing what he's doing, it just make me think about the conversations that we that we had with Al, with Al Harris, man. Yeah. He's, you know, and he his goal is in, and he ain't sitting on his laurels. His goal too is like in a couple of years, my name is gonna be, you know, if I can keep getting these two dudes, Diggs and and uh, Bland and other young talent, you know, to show up big, his name will come up in them coaching circles. What do you do when <clears throat> What do you do when Diggs comes back? Does it matter who plays what side? No, Diggs goes back. Diggs goes back, back to, to his, his spot, his spot, and, and then he, he goes over to Gilmore's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you. Yeah. Yeah. He goes over yeah. to Gilmore. Diggs is a player where he ain't getting Wally Pip. Not yet. <laughs> not, not yet. Not yet. Give, nah, him, uh, give him four or five years. Uh, a little bit more, but <laughs> yeah. he ain't he 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 ain't getting Wally Pip when he the moment yeah. the moment he's ready he's ready to go. Yeah. Is the moment he, he whoever's starts. in that spot they go. Moves. Hey man, thank you for your service. We appreciate you. You did a great uh, job. Did a great job. You did a great <laughs> job, and we appreciate that. But you're going on the other side. So prepare to go over there. And, and you, we now know that you have position flexibility. Congratulations. But the minute that Diggs is ready to go, he goes back to that spot. You know what's so amazing about what Bland is doing? He was a better slot receiver. Slot corner. The slot corner. So if he goes back into that, even if he, you know, if they say, hey, man, can you do this slot? You know how much better he's going to be? But that's he, th- he's he's gonna be so mentally strong. You know how much better he gonna be, because he gonna know everything about that outside. So he can. Does uh, does that matter, Jess? No, it does matter. Yeah. Those are two like you you hear nickel. Yeah. You know, dime cornerback playing that slot. That is a tough spot yes, to play. It is because at every at, you don't have you, when you're playing the slot. What's different from playing the slot than is playing outside cornerback is the outside cornerback spot. You know for sure I got the sideline. If nothing else, I have this 12th man that I can work with, right? In the slot, it's you. That's it. He got two-way go. He can go shallow. He can go, you know, vertical. He can go in. He can go out. He can go intermediate. I mean, it's all the possibilities are there when you're playing in the slot. So you got to be able to – and the slot guys are normally some of the smaller, more quicker, you know, route runnery type type players. So I got to deal with that now. I got to deal with meshes. I got to deal with, you know, uh, a bunch of just trash, you know, line. I got to beat my own linebackers because they're in the way. Uh, I got to make sure the safety is over the top for certain situations. So playing that slot, it, it can be a headache. It can be an absolute headache. And then the way that the speed is being um, uh, grown in the National Football League, everybody fast. 
And so if I got a two-way go and I got 53 in the third on the other side of the field where I can run away from dudes, to have a guy that's being able to, 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 to press up inside, to be able to play coverage, to be able to play multiple moves in that slot, that's an impressive young man. And, and position flexibility is so important in this league. When you're not, when you're not a first-round guy, you're not an all-pro guy where you, know, you get to say, I'm staying right here. When you look at a guy like Marquise Bell, position flexibility. When you look at a guy like J. Ron Kurtz, position flexibility. When you look at a guy like Deron Bland, playing inside the nickel, playing outside, you know, regular corner, position flexibility. That just that helps you keep a job. And then you look at a guy like Dan Quinn, when he is the person that's that's your sponsor, when it, when y'all go into that room and he's saying, Oh no, 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 26, I need 26. Your contract is talked about differently. And a guy like Dan Quinn, when he goes off somewhere else and become a head coach, guess what? He's laying say, oh, uh, uh, 26 is a guy I know I can use and play in multiple positions. So you always keep a job and longevity in the league. If Al Harris goes and be a defensive coordinator somewhere and you get released, now he's looking at, hey, bring this dude in. He, this is a guy that I coached up. This is a guy who I know can do X, Y, and Z. And so we, you know, we're able to do those things. So being able to have position flexibility is key in the National Football League. I mean, you just brought his name up. I'm surprised how well Marquise Bell's been playing in that position. As a yeah. linebacker, I mean, I was worried about, excuse me, I'm worried he'd have the size to, to handle that position. He's been solid. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Uh, we just want to make sure we give you your respect, Kurt. Yeah, we just, we just to, hey, everything you said was right. Is it, is it correct, Jess? I mean, everything He's you said was 100%, right. 100%. Yeah. 100%. My boy always correct. I can't believe yeah. Jesse left you on the porch like, like that, Kurt. But I tell you what, you though. Mean? I just got finished talking. He talked. I don't, it's not supposed to come back to me. One of y'all is supposed to. No, 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 I, that's why I jumped on in because I said, I'm going to say something. Cause I'm looking at I think he was thinking, you know, you went to – Florida A&M, yeah. yeah. I, I, just be, I just be looking, man. I see. <laughs> I, I, the reason I just be looking because I, I'm, I'm Fletcher Cox, for the first time Brandon Graham. in a long time, I ain't just going overboard about no victory, you know. But boy, I'm I'm gonna be excited come Wednesday. When I say my little hot two words, Wednesday, turn it over to Jess, all I want to be saying is Amen. Preach, Jess. All right, go. I ain't coming yeah. in on Wednesday. Why not? I'm lying. I just want to see what yeah, he was going to say. I'm just going to say, I know he's lying. No. He didn't say it with no conviction. <laughs> I'm going to leave it up to you, Nate. Gonna... Yeah. Well, I'll be ready. <laughs> I'll be ready with three, with three names. Please block these three names. No matter what you do, please block these yeah, we, three names. We, 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 we will win the game if you block these three names. Can't wait to talk about it. All right, fellas. Good Damn stuff. Man. Victory Monday. Nate, yeah, Jesse, man. Kurt. Chris, thanks for keeping us on the air. Jazz, thanks for right? keeping Chris yeah, company. Loosening up, tightening Josh, up. Josh, thanks for keeping the show on all the channels. William, still don't know what you do, man, but <laughs> glad you're here. Thanks for taking a ride with us. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll take, what, phone calls tomorrow? Tomorrow's Tuesday. Maybe yeah. we'll get to more than two Maybe this we'll time. Maybe we'll a trade to talk about. Who knows? Ooh. Who knows? We'll see. See you tomorrow. Same go time. Rangers! Same place. Yeah, go Rangers. Go Rangers. Game three tonight. Let's go. Yes. Let's go. They're actually... Hockey, baseball, and basketball. All Dallas teams are playing tonight. It's like a sportagami. It is. Sportagami. There you go. Like Thanks for teaching us a new word, Chris. Appreciate that. We will see y'all tomorrow on Hanging with the Boys. We out! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?